to the clergy next door. I'm Rabbi Evan Ravsky of Synagogue Emmanuel in Charleston, South Carolina. Pastor Eric Tilders, St. Matthew's Lutheran Church, Charleston, South Carolina. And who are you? Judah Ravsky. Judah, my, my oldest son, is joining us as our first ever special guest. On the... And I'm sorry that our listeners don't have a camera because I can see Judah and wow, you look so cute today. And that probably embarrassed you, but you do. <laughs> we are here today to discuss giving. Uh, it is better to give than to receive, uh, or so uh, traditions tell us. Uh, but in this season, when uh, we both have these winter holidays that we discussed last week that are all about uh, getting presents, we thought it would be a, a good idea to uh, to wrap up this year by discussing uh, what it means to to give in each of our traditions. You know, Rabbi, I think we're going to find that giving is a common denominator in both of our traditions. Giving of self, giving of time, giving of heart, giving of of all of what we have to this world around us, I think is going to be a common denominator. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's deeply embedded in uh, in you know our tradition in Judaism, at least. I'm guessing in in yours as well, Pastor. Absolutely. Of of giving, not not even just at this season, right? I think that that even just trying to limit it to this season is, you know, we like to do it because gifts are so much uh, a part of of the Christmas and Hanukkah uh, seasons, but at least I know for for Judaism, and I imagine for Christianity also that giving isn't just a, uh, you know, one month of the year uh, endeavor, but rather it's a, it's a all the time, anytime sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's it, our ministry throughout the year is, is in sometimes in some ways based on giving, but in those times it's not certainly giving is a part of the ministry that it, that happens all year round, all year round. We so, talk a little uh, so bit about that. What are the ways that that you give in in your traditions? So the first that comes to mind is is the is a stewardship. It's the um, someone I, I once heard somebody say that stewardship is what happens after you say I believe after you say this this statement of of belief of profession of 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 confession. This is something I believe. Then you have to do something about it. So stewardship is how it, we did in in the in our Lutheran Church is how we um, interpret all of the blessings that God gives us that pours down upon us. Everything that we have is given and owned by God anyway, so we're giving back to God, and we do that out of a spirit of thanksgiving. And it's not just financial uh, resources. Sometimes it, it's easy to think, well, you know, churches, especially it, the the sort of the bad part of Christian, well. The cynical part of me would say the bad part of Christianity, the televangelists who just seem to want your money. Well, <laughs> money is only a little part of, of what we give back. You've got to do that to, to make the ministry happen. Um, but it's only a small part. It's our financial gifts. But we're also giving back our time and ourselves and our energy um, and our, our talents, our expertise to serve one another, whether it's in the running of the church, like the baking of bread for others or making meals for others, or we have a group called the men's work crew 
who um, are always, in fact, they were gathered today at church, always uh, caring for, um, in the spirit of stewardship, our building. So there's always giving of something. Um, so I would start with stewardship. It's stewardship. We call it stewardship for all seasons. It's not just in the fall. It's um, it, when we often do a stewardship drive. It's all throughout the year. We're always trying to encourage people to give of themselves. So when you talk about stewardship, though, are you talking about, because, you know, from like agricultural uh experiences that i've had like stewardship of the land like that i can understand it, it's taking care of of the land we have it's a big theme in in judaism around some of our our holidays so when you talk about stewardship though are you talking about stewardship of of the church maybe i'm just not clear on it is it, is it stewardship of the church is it of humanity is it of faith what's what's the stewardship of that you're talking about so in the in short rabbi everything it's a stewardship of everything that God has given us. And we believe that God gives us everything. We start with creation. Um, in fact, today it was noon prayer. And at, at noon prayer, I always pray. In fact, our Sunday prayers begin this way as well. We always begin first by thanking God for creation. And it's not it's not an environmentalist theme at all. It's a, it's a theme about something much bigger. It's about this creation that God created for us and continues to create every day. And we are first called to be good stewards of, as you said, the earth, of those of clean water and clean air. But we're also we are also um, called to be good stewards of um, our neighbors, caring for our neighbors, um, in many ways caring for ourselves, which many pastors and clergy probably don't do. Um, we care for caring for um, the, all of those things around us that we, that we give, that, that we see that need tending. So, so stewardship is, um, is certainly about all of the blessings that God, um, gives to us. You mentioned stewardship of your neighbors. Now I'm thinking that I can use this for your kids of like, why I shouldn't pay them for babysitting my kids. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if we can just fold it into it's their stewardship of their neighbors here. Like, you know, I don't know. Do, does that work? Can, uh, can well, we get you'll it? have to talk that over with them. I, yeah, they <laughs> are very excited when Rabbi and Ms. Ravsky call. Yes. In <laughs> fact, Katie is missing youth which she never does because she wants to she wanted to be with she also likes your little boys there <laughs> Judah, is she a pretty good babysitter yeah. good all right good that's good good answer i hate to put you on good, the spot good answer good good talk good talking there Judah. we so it's interesting because you know when we when we talk about giving in in judaism um it's it, it's similar in uh you know, you, you change the the phrase, right, from from giving to stewardship. And yes. I would have to do the same with, with Judaism, because often when we think of giving, right, and we automatically go to charity, right? Yes. And and in Judaism, we use a phrase in, in Hebrew called tzedakah, which everyone associates immediately as giving money, as giving charity. But the the word, the root of the word, from tzedakah is actually tzedek, which means justice. Um, and it's this whole idea that when you do tzedakah, 
you're actually bringing justice into the world and to the populations that you do it for. And so it doesn't just have to be money that you're giving. Um, it can be action as as well. But in giving tzedakah or in doing tzedakah, right, which is one of the commandments that we get from from God, um, we're we're bringing justice into the world. That might be economic justice. It might be social justice. It might be, you know, any other form of justice that's that's out there. Um, but that's how we, you know, one of the ways or maybe the primary way that we associate with giving to uh, to the to the world. So similar to to stewardship, um, yes. in in that way of of creating equality or at least equity in the world and by giving, but we are set out to to do justice or to bring justice um, to uh, the world, to to people, to the world. Most often, it's done economically because it's easiest, I think, to give money right to put a a few coins in the pushka in the tzedakah box that most people have in their homes literally a box to hold coins that you then donate to an organization that's the easiest way to do tzedakah but obviously there's there's many other ways as well so yeah so that's the so stewardship is only the starting point and you know it's i would say starting point because that's where we are, i think learn we first learn to do this uh, we're, we're taught to give of selves and stewardship but then this the, the other part is the same and again very similar it's about we we call our service ministries here um some would call outreach some would call social ministry um but our service ministry at St. Matthew consists of, um, we have an English as a second language ministry in which we, um, uh, uh, Hayden Shook is our, our manager of that ministry. And she has done this for, for years now. And it is a ministry that, that uh, provides English instruction for uh, folks who are in town for whom English is not their first language. We also um, have um, a ministry called SWAN, sharing with a neighbor. And sharing with a neighbor is very specific in that we assist people, uh, particularly on the peninsula, who need assistance with um, uh, utility or rental assistance. So our thinking is we can't, that's our way of sort of helping to fight homelessness. We are able to um, hopefully keep people from falling into homelessness. The other is a, a red wagon pantry, in which we have a, a pantry, open food pantry for of non-perishable food items that assist. It doesn't solve everybody's problems, but it is an assistance that it, for it's emergency assistance. We have a cradle closet, which helps um, families who um, need diapers and and uh, baby supplies. Um, we have um, we a refugee ministry in which we've welcomed a, just recently, most recently, a family from Syria. We have uh, a ministry in which we partner with a local school, um, we Mitchell Elementary. Um, we have a program, a ministry called Backpack Buddies. It's a food assistance program. And that's just the start. We have another ministry that we're beginning, we're getting involved with called Tajum, uh, Charleston Area Justice Ministry. I think you and I have talked a bit about that as well. Yeah, so so justice ministry is, is part of what we're trying to do, too. And... We're we would often point to Micah, and we would point to um, 
um, some prophetic words from the Old Testament that point toward giving of ourselves. Um, we also, the gospel calls us to do this. Um, I think in all of this, in all of our giving, the one thing that is required, and I, the more I, I do this ministry work, this pastor work, the more I believe that humility is absolutely the first step. If you aren't, don't have a spirit of humility, then you don't need religion. You know, you, you, I think you've got to have a spirit of humility in order to, for us, to confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot save ourselves, that we need a Savior. But we also, um, if we don't confess this, then what what do we really need? I saw your uh, reaction was not the same. What do you think? No, so you know what what you're saying is actually there's there's so much to to break down because yes i know i gave you a lot of when when you're talking when you're talking about about what giving looks like in your church yes i can certainly find connections to to things that that we do in in judaism as well but there are there it's it's multiple different concepts of uh giving and so that's sort of what i'm doing in, on my notepad right now is just sort of breaking all those things down and i want to come back to it but judah's whispering in my ear that he has something to say about oh, tzedakah don't just give money we give clothes toys but money's just what most of the time you do because you most of the time you would just do it every like week because on Shabbat, most families do Siddhaq on Shabbat. Before candle lighting, right? Yeah. Before starting the Sabbath, yeah. everyone puts a little bit of money into their Siddhaq box. But we can't do it anymore because we ran out of it. We ran out of space in our Siddhaq box? That's a good problem, Judah. We ran out of coins. I, Judah, you know what? I think, can I, can, I think that's a great... I, I love the idea. And you know, I, it, sometimes it might be easier to give money, but isn't it more special when you give, let's say maybe you have a favorite toy and you want to find a toy like that to give to somebody else. Isn't it more special when you know that another person is will be will receive that joy of playing with that toy as much as you did rather than just giving money. Not, I think money's important. Don't get me wrong to give that, but sometimes it's, it's special to know it connects us maybe to the people that we're helping in a way that is a little bit more um, important than giving nickels and dimes. Right. What did we do on the first night of Hanukkah? Where did we light candles on the first night of Hanukkah? We went to the air force joint base. And we lit candles with the... the candles there. Yeah, how is that like tzedakah? How is that giving back? Because what are the what do the people in the military do for us? Um, protect us and protect us and make sure we don't get hurt. Right, and so and how does us going to help them light candles and celebrate Hanukkah with them give back? Joy and happiness. Yeah, right. Let's them know that we appreciate what they're willing to do for us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Gina, what a nice thing to do. That's what, you know, when I said that word a minute ago, humility, I think that's exactly what you did. You put somebody else ahead of your of yourself. And I think that's really basically what humility is. What a great thing to do. Did your whole family go? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's special. That's good. So, Pastor, getting back to, to what you were saying, you know, I, I have to break it down because a lot yes. of those those programs that, that you're talking about that you do at the church, we do similar things here at our synagogue. I've done in, in other places when I've been part of other communities. For us, though, it falls under a, a different category, right? Like I wouldn't call it sadaka. I would call it um, tikkun olam. And here, that for us, that means repairing the world. So there's two different um, levels, perhaps, or two different ideas, right? There's there's tzedakah, which is about equity and justice, and then there's tikkun olam, which is social action. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're, you know, they're, they're both a little bit about about different um, about about different outcomes right with tzedakah yes you're you're working on giving charity creating justice bringing about equity to people who have less whereas tikkun olam is uh, the literal translation is repairing the world right is doing those social action things that perhaps set in motion something greater that uh, has perhaps a wider impact than just giving tzedakah I don't I don't disagree with kind of a bigger picture of what we are doing here. I think so if if somebody were to ask what is the Bible about? What is the the Old Testament and New Testament about? If you've never done this before, read this before, been exposed to the Bible, what's it about? I think it's about God created the world and it was good until it wasn't and it wasn't because um humanity sinned. So it's about, it's the story of this broken world that over the narrative of the Holy Scripture is about putting it back together, about repair and bringing us back to wholeness. So I, I think that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, we're, we're trying to achieve or bring, a, we, but only God will do this in the end, bring us back to this wholeness. Think of a, a, a plate that's been shattered. Well, we're trying to put this plate back together, to bring it back to its to its um space to its um original whole entity. Yeah, that I mean, you know, the, the metaphors that you're using are are beautiful. There's when we when we talk about tikkun olam, there is this midrash, this sort of rabbinic tale that that go along goes along with it about this idea that um you know that these sparks were contained in in a single vessel and that that vessel was shattered and the the sparks of light went all into the world and it's our job through tikkun olam and social action to collect those those pieces of light to gather them up to uh to make that light even brighter and with every spark every piece of light that we uh that we collect it becomes brighter and and greater um 
you know, so we speak about it in a very, very similar uh, way. The um, well, let's go back to the idea of humility. I do is is am I emphasizing it too much for your tradition that humility is essential to our faith traditions? No, it is, and uh, you know, particularly when we talk about giving, um, humility plays a a big part in it. Um, Maimonides, right, the great scholar Maimonides actually creates like this whole ladder of tzedakah, of, of giving. And uh, the more one removes the self from the act of um, of giving, it sounds weird, I'll explain that, the greater the mitzvah, the greater the deed is, right? Yes. So like the lowest rung is that idea of I'm walking down the street and I, you know, put some coins into someone's hand, right? That I know who they are. They know who I am. They had to ask me to give them money. I did it perhaps begrudgingly, you know, or for some other motive because people were looking, right? That it wasn't uh, altruistic in that sense. And the, the highest rung, right? The greatest act of, of tzedakah that one can do is where it's, completely self-motivated but uh, or altruistic I should say and and it's blind right I don't know who I'm giving to they don't know who's who's giving um, and we don't know where that money is necessarily going or what it's what it's being used for and so you know often we want to take claim for our good deeds right we someone asked me the other day right how many times do you see anonymous? Uh, on the, you know, the anonymous building, right? The anonymous dorm, right? The anonymous library, right? You never see things dedicated to anonymous, right? It's always, it's always a named something. Yes. Um, and my mommies would say, you know, that's wonderful. That's good. It's important. It It certainly contributes to the world and to the community and to making things a better place. It wouldn't be so horrible if we saw, you know, anonymous, uh, dedicated more more things as well. And so when you talk about that that humility, right? I think that's what what Maimonides in part is saying is the more you remove yourself from it, the more you don't take credit for your good actions, the greater those actions become. Okay, so this is a place where we do. Depart, kind of part ways a bit in the similarities because in now in some forms some expressions of christianity it is very much like this you use the image of the ladder in the staircase whenever i hear that um that's one of the places that lutheranism kind of departs from others because our tradition teaches us that god comes to us and the, all of the things we have get that we have received are 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 grace-filled gifts from God for which we did nothing. We didn't earn those. So any kind of deed that we do, any kind of act of charity we do should never be interpreted as a way to get right with God, whatever that means, or to get right. close to, to climb a rung to God. It is simply as an expression of gratitude for all those things that God has given you anyway. 
So this is, it's not that either one, it, both of them fulfill the commandment, the mitzvah mm -hmm. of giving tzedakah. Yes. You don't see that there's a, or your tradition, I should say, doesn't see like a difference between I give begrudgingly and I give because I'm grateful? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure how to answer that because I think it depends upon the spirit in which it's given. I think that's kind of what you're right. well, talking that's, about. That's, that's what I'm saying is yeah. the spirit yeah. in which it's given, right? It's, it's you know, I'm, I'm only giving because, you know, someone asked me to or someone told me I had to versus I'm giving because I'm thankful to God. So um, I'm going to answer like, with... I'm going to answer with a sermon. We, I had a really good sermon this past Sunday, and Pastor A.J. Hausman uh, is our campus pastor, and she had a great sermon this past week, and this really stayed with me. Um, she, we, we're, um, the theme or the um, scripture was essentially preparing the royal highway. We're preparing the way for the Messiah at Christmas during this Advent season, and she used this uh, image of um, mulching. One of her jobs at camp was to when she worked at summer camp was to mulch the trails for the um, campers. It's not exciting. People are not going to say that's a darn good mulch job you did. That's fantastic. It's those little things, but essential. My family had a plant nursery, and so mulch is mulch keeps things together. It's foundational. So keep on mulching. Mulching is. Is are those little things that we do, ways that we give, that are not going to get much attention, if any. So we need both. We need vultures, but we also need builders. We also need people who can hit those high notes when they sing the songs that um, give glory to God. We need a little bit of everything. So, you know, I think... Um, little d democratic enough that there, we all have a role in this um this giving a bit of ourselves to the greater world i i, I mean i would agree absolutely you need the you need that direct giving of in the immediacy you know i need to give to the person on the street um one of the things that when i was in rabbinical school when i was finishing up rabbinical school uh, one of the things that my wife and I started doing in the winter was on on Shabbat, on, on Saturday, we're not allowed to to cook. So especially in the winter, if you want a, a hot meal uh, on Saturday, you have to set it up Friday afternoon. It cooks. And so we make this this dish called chulent, right, which is like a beef stew, meat, potatoes, onions, uh, other stuff that, that you throw in. Uh, sometimes you add. Uh, we had a beer for like taste. It, it's very good. It adds, you know, earthy taste. Uh, barley is in there. It's great. Um, Sounds delicious. Very hearty. I'll I'll make it soon. I'll I'll make it soon. Hey, come over and have some on a on a Saturday. Very hearty. Absolutely. There, our crock pot though that you make it in is like a huge nine quart crock pot, which <laughs> just for for me and my wife, you know, you have to make the full nine quarts we would not eat the full nine quarts of it. And so we started in the winter, we would uh, purchase uh, like uh, insulated to go containers from Amazon and we would pack it up and we'd bring it out on those especially cold nights and try to give it out while it was still hot 
to uh, any of the people that were in our in our neighborhood that that might be in need of a of a of a hot meal. Unfortunately, we only uh, figured this out how to do this and, and when to do this in my last year of rabbinical school. I wish we had figured it out a little bit earlier because uh, you know, in at least where we live, you know, we we can't do that uh, in in the evening. You have to to drive to different different places. So, you know, there's there's that sort of act of in the immediacy that we tried to to answer a, a question or a problem that that we saw, and and to be good, and I think that God and our religion, our tradition says th- that action is is good, right? That's the the mulching sort of right, bringing food to people who need food in that moment. I see it as when we ask for like a hundred participation in a. Uh, in a campaign, right? Those are the $18 donations, right? Give what you can so that the entire community is involved. And yes, you know, we we still need those much larger donations. We need those much greater acts of of tikkun olam by the people who are able to to do that and and to provide it, right? The person who can, I don't know, fly us to Israel or, or you know, get the supplies, the the ambulance to to support, uh, you know, the Magen David Adom, the the version of the Red Cross in in Israel, right? To donate an ambulance to help take care of of those who are injured, we need those people people too. So we need exactly like you said, we need we need the mulchers, we need we need the builders, um. I guess in, in Judaism, we just sort of say that that it's also the way in which you give is is different. The intent, like you said, the, the intent is different. Are you doing it to get your name on the building or are you yes. doing it for the the sake of your doing it? I guess it, where, where I guess it comes down to is because we have this idea of commandedness in Judaism, mm-hmm. right? The meets vote that I keep talking about. There's this rabbinic discussion that that asks, is it greater to give um, altruistically or is it greater to give because you're commanded? And uh, interestingly enough, the rabbis come down and say that it's that it's better to give because um, you're commanded, right? Because you if you do it whenever you want to right? altruistically, it's when when you feel the need to give. Right, because the season tells us to, or because you see your friends doing it, or because you got a bonus at work. Whereas the commandedness of it reminds us that we always have to be doing it. And sometimes we do it when we can't afford it as much, or we mm-hmm. do it, we give more because we did get that bonus and we're we're still doing it, but it becomes that that regular practice. So maybe that's the the difference. It's not that it's a thing of of humility for us so much as it's a thing of of commandedness and then it's how do you do it once you've been commanded i i hear exactly what you're saying i it's my mind is running now because i think about I, i i i consider the intent of all the folks that i've served with in parishes and how they in churches and how they and why they have given um 
And it just, I, I wonder what some of the motives are because in other ways they are not particularly present. They're not present in even in maybe even in worship. Um, you know, one sometimes one it thing soothes that, the soul, right? Sometimes to give soothes the soul. I haven't been to church. I haven't been to be. here. But if I support the, if I support the uh, the yes. fund, like does that uh, does that help? Does that soothe my soul? For some, it does. Or, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for those people. Exactly. It us, yeah. It helps us do what we need to do. Right. That is that is a good thing. It it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I, uh, but but or some giving out of a sense of obligation that maybe they were always taught to do this, or or some out of a sense of guilt, which I hate guilt. I think when I say guilt, I don't think guilt does anybody any good. So that's not, I, I don't think that's a very helpful emotion at all. Or exactly why are they doing it? <laughs> You're the, definitely or, not Jewish then, Pastor, because <laughs> we love guilt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, or the idea with folks, you know, like folks who are, are legitimately homebound. And I say that because some people can go everywhere except for church. But we're talking about people who are legitimately homebound and who are not able to come. And yet they still, every every month, their their envelope comes into the church. And I'm thinking, wonder what what is that? It Maybe that's their way of being part of this community because they can't uh, pack food backpacks or they can't they can't sing in the choir or whatever. Maybe that's legitimately their way. I guess this comes, we're getting into to territory where I don't know what's in people's hearts. And partly I don't want to look too closely because I don't know what I'm going to find. I would rather just sort of preach uh, for, for an hour and preach a word of good news and let, and again, this is Christian language, let the Holy Spirit then move them to do what they're going to do yes i you know i i hope people do that that for us also um you know some of the most beautiful moments i think are when we do get those donations um and uh you know we get really excited when we get um donations that that are institutionally changing right that allow us to expand what we do and some of and at the same time some of the most beautiful donations we get are from those families who are struggling but feel the need to give eight dollars ten dollars eight you know we like 18 in judaism so it tends to be like 18 dollars because for them that 18 dollars is a tremendous amount of of money and we know that and uh you know we try to celebrate that giving also, right? To say that that giving is a sacrifice um, on on any level, right? And uh, and uh, it, for for that family, eighteen dollars might be equivalent to a different amount for a household that uh, isn't struggling as much. And so we we do try to celebrate any time someone gives because it means that they're saying this is important. Right. For whatever the reason. Right. As as an institution, that's different than what tradition tells us. And so as an institution, we certainly celebrate uh, any form of giving. For any reason. Amen. Yeah. 
Amen. What a, you know, it's funny. We had this topic around, uh, this is sort of, well, this will be our Christmas week or, or as, as we near the end of Hanukkah, this will be the, that episode. But fun, it's funny, we didn't really talk about Christmas or Hanukkah because really giving is all year round. Um, this is a, um, giving is a time we're often more acutely aware of giving and receiving at Christmas, but it's really year round. It really is um, for all seasons or it should it be. Anyways. It should be. It absolutely should be. It, it is, you know, we try to incorporate it um, throughout the year when our kids uh, become B'nai Mitzvah, right? When they celebrate their bar or bat mitzvah, we encourage uh, projects that go along with it. Often it, we call it a bar or a bat mitzvah project. And it's some aspect of tikkun olam or tzedakah, right? Whether it's raising money for a particular institution or it's going out and volunteering in places, uh, but doing something that that has an impact on the world that brings about that that equity, that justice, or, or is an act of charity. You know, it's hard for me to hear what you said, Rabbi, because... Judah is, is dancing and making faces and it's awfully uh it's awfully entertaining so yes but well said well said it's well um um i know by now by the time this uh airs it will be over but i hope you had a good hanukkah happy hanukkah but thank you very much and a, and a merry christmas to you we're actually off next week because of of christmas we won't be putting out uh, a new episode on christmas it's our first week off since we started uh, this, right. this podcast um, but we will be back on December 31st and we'll be talking about uh, renewal renewal in the new year and I know that's been a theme of of your churches for uh, for this year it has been meaning uh, welcome meaning renewal correct good all righty we will Judah, uh, Judah, thanks for coming so we say this week a neighbor nearby is better than a friend far away. See you around the neighborhood. See you around the neighborhood. Bye. Bye. That's good. And this, oh my goodness, I can't get it right today. <laughs> I just can't get it right. You're making me nervous. Oh, but I love, I love you. Uh, we got to have a good smile to you. That's a great smile. Okay. One more time. Third time is the charm, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> However old you are is the charm. <laughs>